Grant and I are going to go over some tools we couldn't live without. Mine, <laughs> mine are really going to situate around that, what we've been talking about. Like, hey, if you're just curious about, like, maybe you want to do a side hustle, maybe you want to validate and try something. These are the tools I would use just quickly over a weekend, have a little hobby project like I call them. Um, before we hop into that, though, I think we should hit more on uh, just a little bit more on your background. Mm. You know, Grant and I met through a mutual friend that we've both uh, done work for and helped out. You know, I haven't helped him out in a couple of years now, but I'm still sure you you probably yep. helped him in. But uh, that's uh, over at Charity Charge, Stephen Garten, mm-hmm. right? And when I met him, he had he had just gotten so we he was a team austin speaker and he had just gotten the mastercard deal right yep, yep. and um that that that's who it was with right mastercard yeah mastercard yeah and you know and he came and spoke at a team austin event about you know the struggles of getting there and yeah. then down the road uh grant and i met and uh where's that barbecue place in austin we That's where we first get, met. It was that. Where we go, law barbecue, maybe? No, it was like a real old school place. Oh, the, we went to off Riverside. We went to like uh, a classic Black, Black's barbecue. Yep. And uh, yep, that's it. Not to be uh, confused with my family name, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Black's barbecue. We sat down there, um, you know, and I, I got to meet Grant, and then really no other reason other than I like talking with the guy we started hanging out talking over the phone for years i think before we even saw each other again in person yeah yeah for sure Um, but grant's done some really incredible things and and really uh not even a parallel i mean he's he's on a completely different when he first met me he was telling me like oh dude like with what you know you need to be like one of those guru guys. Like I can help you set up. And at the time I was like, I'll never do an Instagram account. I'm not a content writer. I, like I'm, I'll enjoy learning these things, but you always pressured me to do the knowledge is incredible. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, like, like you said before, all these people that say they are the shit and knowledgeable and stuff like that. Though, like you said, they're just regurgitating people, other shit. They could talk really well on video, right. And all this stuff. And, they pay somebody to run really good ads for them and people get suckered in and they buy a $300 course or something from some guy or some shit. And it, it's just not, so that's kind of what this is about, man. Like I, I just through just my work through cause ours and I'm sure you too, too, like, you know, a lot of people out there that you respect, that's really good at what they do, but they're just like, they're like, they're like you they're just like chilling. just like doing this, man. Mm-hmm. Like you, but it's like, no, man, you have elite talent that like can help people, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I like to do. I like to see people who are like supremely talented and to be like, man, you got to share this stuff, bro. Like this is important for people to know, you know, and find out and learn this stuff. Because look, I mean, it's a it's a utopian idea, right? But this stuff can change a lot of people's lives, right? A lot of people don't like going to fucking work, you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't like their, their job and they don't want to do stuff and like well look that's why i started mass convert yeah i mean <laughs> i wanted to go on a two-week trip to europe and my my white collar you know office job wasn't gonna allow it so yeah so when i first but when i first met i mean again like cause artists was still again fairly it wasn't even like it was just a blog right i just started it with like 20 interviews started interviewing founders uh because i thought you know it was interesting to see the space around sort of these new founders coming out that were out of the Tom shoes sort of revolution, right. Of, of what social impact brands were. And Tom's kind of went on and did some weird things and they're kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of out of the game a little bit, but, uh, but there's a revolution of founders that actually came out of that and started some really creative businesses. And I was like, man, this shit's really interesting. And I was, I was a big sneakerhead back then. And I used to follow these like sneaker blogs. Right. And it was just like photos and like, a quick article about like the shoe and whatever. I was like, man, this is cool. I was like, but there's, it's like, not like, it's like not going to like change my mindset about anything. Like it was very reality TV for like, (laughs) you know, like just a blog, right? Like it just, it, it wasn't like helping me out at all. Right. So I was like, man, I really like what these businesses the founders are doing. I'm going to do something like a sneaker blog, but for like founders, right? Like in this, you know, the early startup space, like a lot of people I talked to, they just had, like we were talking about earlier, just a landing page, 
with just an idea. They were making their first product, right? Or they were trying to raise money on Kickstarter very, very early on. Um, but they had a lot of cool things to talk about because it was like, oh, I traveled to this so-and-so country and I wanted to create a business. So I just started learning it myself and doing it. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, yes, you should do that. Um, so so through Cause Artists, I mean, it just kept, I just, I think the thing that was great is just I really enjoyed doing it. So it wasn't for me about like, I think when I first talked to you, I didn't even have Google Analytics set up, right? That's how green I was on that part. Cause I was like, well, I gotta do all the interviews. I gotta write all the content. I got to do all this. I got to on social media. I was like, man, I don't have time to like look, hook up Google analytics and, and do all this other stuff. And it's like, well, like I could set it up for you or it's not that bad. Like you could do it. And then here's the, there's plugins. Are you on WordPress? I was like, yeah, it's WordPress. Like, all right, well, you can do all these plugins and stuff. So, you know, I was really just heads down into like getting content out. Right. Like that was my primary goal. It was like interview as many people as I can get it out there. And then, you know, people just started emailing me and like saying thanks, right? And then people started emailing me like wanting to be featured. And I was like, wow, this is really cool, you know? And I was like, people reaching out from like France and like Africa. And I was like, what is going on? So I was like, man, this is really, really fun. Like, it's just inspiring to see all these stories and just kept going and kept going, kept growing and growing. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just been a wild ride, man. And up to this point, I've interviewed over 500 entrepreneurs from around the world. I got introduced to people I could never imagine I'd be talking to. And I just talked to somebody yesterday from an hour from Australia, man. And it just had a deep conversation about what they're up to and you know their website, what they're doing, and just, just a lot of passion in it. And it was just like, it's amazing to see all these stories come out of like passion, right? And just learning how to build shit. And there's so many tools out there where if whatever you're passionate about, you can build it, man, or you can teach it, or you can learn it. And it's uh, it's just a great time to be in a digital era. You know, it's just, you know, we're here to tell you what not to do because we've done it probably. <laughs> right. So back then, did, you know, let's say maybe like a year after you got started, you had some content going, things like that. But uh, what, like, what was your traffic like? And were you making mm -hmm. any money or... What, when did you people learn? People kept asking me. Oh. Yeah, people kept asking me what my traffic was. I was like, I don't know, you know, because it was like <laughs> I, I didn't have <laughs> analytics. And the one I was like, didn't care. I was like, you know, it's like all these PR agencies reached out and they were just like, oh, blah blah blah. You have this and that demographics, and I'm like, look, I don't have time to do any of that stuff. Like that's, <laughs> you know, and, and I think for the longest time, people asked me for like a media kit and all those things. I'm like, look, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, your domain authority started going up and so everybody started saying hey how can we get content on there yeah and i'm just like and i don't and i got and i will tell you this though man early on because of that i was so green to things i did get burned a lot man that's the one thing i will say i think people who are really good at like all these people who are spammy email and cold emailers and i'm Early on, for a hundred bucks. What do you? What's the dude? Lose? Early on, man, I was. Uh, it was. It was so bad. But like, I, I was just like, oh, somebody wants to like write for my platform. I was like, that's amazing. Of course, okay. like, of course you can, right? They just want to link back to their site. Yeah, and it was like, and then, and that was. It was kind of like right after I did start to set up like analytics, not analytics, but just like some products where like it, it would show certain things and. And I did a couple of times and I was like, I was like, man, my site's getting like so slow and it's like timing out and all this stuff. And, and it was like all these like links on, on the site were like ruining things and stuff like that. I was just like, so for a long time, I was just like never allowing somebody to post unless I like knew them or talk with them for like six months. Right. And like really got to know them. And then I was like, okay, you're good to go. And, uh, but early on, man, I got burned a lot because just because I was so green to like, oh, somebody wants to write on my site. That's amazing. Like, who am I for them to want to do that? You know, so I'd let everybody on, like, everybody right. write. I was like, this is, so that was bad. I had to learn a lot from that for sure. Um, well, what happened? You get any like Viagra links or like spam links or what, what are you talking no, about? No, I think, it, no, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was more like those like, shitty like affiliate stuff right like they were giving me that now looking back on it right they were giving me their affiliate links right like 
they were like promote for like they work for somebody and they were promoting another person's product saying it was theirs giving me their affiliate link for that product and again i just didn't know a lot about it back then um so they were just using i mean look they were just using the platform right to to, yep. for, to gain themselves and it was uh so i had to learn that over time man and it still happens today dude i get the cheesiest you know just cold emails i mean obviously it's just automated stuff right it's so bad but it's like now that i know shit and now that i like i'm really good at it now right i'm just like man this is so bad this is so bad i was like i know somebody's probably gonna fall for it but i was like god this is so bad i was like i always want to email them back i'm just like do something better with your life like this is you you want to do yeah, you, it's, always, uh, you i mean if they're just really that that type of scam artist then you know just have them send you the content you know rework it but yeah they uh <laughs> we're kind of the same way i mean the the big thing with grant that i've seen over the years the same sort as me is that we both have this this really for whatever reason we got like a roadblock in our brains and it's a very fortunate thing because uh we're not able to really take advantage right mm -hmm. um of mm -hmm. people and, and a lot of a lot of people out there think that's the only way to to make their money um yeah, and so just if and, if you're a business owner and you got to Google my business listing, you're getting emails from somebody about 100%. increasing your SEO. Just mm -hmm. don't, just yeah. don't give you a good clue. If they're going to charge you less than like a thousand or two thousand dollars a month for your SEO, pff, you're not going to get anything out of it. So just, yeah. No, I know, dude. That's that I've heard horror stories about not horror stories, but just like, I mean, people waste a lot of money, dude. And it sucks because. That money could well, have been used, been huh? We've probably both been there. Oh, right? like, 100%, 100%. You know, one thing I heard, Grant, is that, well, there's two things here. One, I learned a new thing about you. I didn't realize that you were a sneakerhead. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, used to be a, big time, man. A touch of that also. I'm <laughs> not buying, you know, $1,200 Jordans, but uh, I'll get a, if I can get a fresh release and I'll, I'll you know, set up a, a sneaker bot to be able to get a, a pair for myself. <laughs> man, but, hey, uh, you could sell you could sell that tech to a lot of people, man. That and then you, and you know, for the listeners out there, you think like Grant, he's got this, you know, very successful. Uh, it's beyond a blog now; it's more of a news site and um, and cause artist and and you see all the the ways it connects him with people, but even still, don't you hear he like got it started and then realized halfway down the road that like oh man like maybe the theme i chose isn't the right architecture and i've had all these broken links that are stopping mm -hmm. me and all this stuff but he still found a, a level of success with that and a lot of people get paralyzed by this there's too many options there's you know and at the end of the day it's better to have to like rework your entire system a few years down the road than just not to start mm -hmm. and and that's what it comes down to. But, you know, if we, 100%. you know, going back, if we had just set up cause artists on the perfect environment, mm. right. W would it have gotten more traffic? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like we find things even now that yep. can increase it. And, yep. um, but the main point there is like, I talk with so many people and they just get paralyzed by options and paralyzed by being afraid to 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 just do it you know mm -hmm. even it happens to me too like totally. took me took, took me a week to muster up the courage to write these uh, quiz result pages right because <laughs> it's not something i necessarily enjoy doing but yeah. i know that selling stuff is fun so yeah well that was it was funny you said about the theme thing i've probably been through you know six or seven themes right and a few hosting providers and and all that probably probably really hurt the site too because i didn't know how to do that stuff correctly i was just did it oh, yeah. migrations dude yeah, i just did it big, big dude i just did it because i wanted to do it and after like two years running calls artists i shut the site site down because i went and worked for another startup and part of the agreement with them was that they're going to take content off cause artists and put it in this app and part of me going to work for them is i had to put the site down right for a year and obviously that was a big mistake, right? So that was after two years, 
you know, finding all this thing, got this job at a startup. I was like, oh, this is awesome, man. It's like exactly what I wanted to do. And, you know, a year later, the startup ran out of money. They got, you know, it was whatever. And then, but I was like, man, I'm going to put Causars back up with no agenda at all, right? It was like, I like just doing it, right? And I think when people do stuff and it takes a lot of their time, if they don't make money from it, they're gonna move on, right? And so I think the one thing I've been blessed at, been blessed in is that I don't really care a lot about money, which is a problem, right? Because I'll do a lot of stuff and it doesn't make money, right? But I've invested my own money in cause artists, but more importantly, my own time. And now it's about to pay off, right? With all these new sort of things I'm gonna be releasing. Like mm -hmm. I'm finally, I'm finally going to do something that sustains it for a long term thing right like you said it's become much more than a blog you know it's building out an ecosystem now which yeah. takes a very long time to do and it takes real developers and and it takes real uh real money sometimes you know and yeah. uh building out that ecosystem i want to build out a hundred year brand right a 200 mm -hmm. year brand i don't want to just build something that's taking market share like you said all these landing page software or whatever, they're just trying to take quick market share from somebody, right? Hoping to get, you know, bought out or, or get a get some yeah. get some sales and 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 that's fine. nice too. I mean, there, there's yeah. plenty of business models where you say, "Hey, the, I'm going to create something that's the wheat bread to this white bread, yep. and we'll, we'll get enough users to where the bigger guy can buy me for you know five million. You saw it with the ride share thing. Yeah. I think you saw you saw that. Oh happen. yeah, absolutely. We had everybody, especially when Austin and Uber was uh, and Lyft were kicked out. Mm -hmm. We had several upshoots, and we had them all through Team Austin speaking about it, and um, it was incredible. But you know, this across the board, and for one thing, you got to try. You're gonna make some mistakes. We're here <laughs> just to try to point you past a couple of them, right? Like the the migrations thing can kill mm, your traffic. So dude. if you were lucky enough to really to hit on one other point, people are too concerned sometimes with that in money. If you're very early on in your career, you're just learning this stuff. The experience you can gain is more valuable than, than the immediate money. Right. Um, 100%. These, these little side hobbies I do, they, yeah, some of them actually end up, generating revenue for very long times and you know you don't have to do much work i always them, say that i i got my master's degree um over the past seven years maybe even a phd in some of this stuff right and that's how i look at it man i, I have a master's degree in digital publishing right or, or content production wh whatever whatever it may be i'm not sure we what we call it right but i know that there's not a lot of, there's not a lot a ton of people that spend as much time as i do like working mm -hmm. on cause artists right and tweaking things and looking at things i mean i know i mean i know you do right but i think we're just kind of rare in a time where we'll spend four hours on a on a saturday right or a tuesday night just like in the back end right just yeah. tweaking stuff looking at stuff making sure things are are right and getting rid of all the bad you know, broken links and, and, and just, I mean, I mean little you, things, man. You've gone off the, the deep end when you're doing stuff like that, right? Like <laughs> I'll, I'll be just poking around in like in search console and board, I'll hop over to cause artists search console and be like, Oh, Grant, Hey man, you don't need to get that's so that. Funny, dude. <laughs> that, that's the thing. That's when your, you know, girlfriends, your wife start <laughs> looking at you like, come on, man. Like, so funny. Um, let's uh, get it. Let's get in the top five, man. So we can uh, yeah. we can go through them. Let, you want to go? Art, it's good because art are different, and I think it kind of shows where where we're both at, like like day to day, what we're doing. So you go first, and then how about this? You start at five, and then we'll go like that. So start at okay. five and go to one. Sure. Yeah. I mean, shit. Well, I didn't organize them by any means, I, you know. And so I'll, I'll try my best here, but. Um, when I took on this top five, and maybe this becomes a recurring thing, mm -hmm. like here, here's right. my top five right now. And since we talked a lot about um, 
creating ideas, validating a little bit this time. Mostly this is just our introductory to you guys meet us and us meet y'all a little bit. But um, the things I couldn't live without right now, they fall into the categories that allow you to do these like, hey, let I have an idea. I think I could sell this. How can I build something at a minimum scale and launch it over a weekend and start testing traffic by the next Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So um, at, coming in at five right now has got to be PandaDoc and Plutio. Um, as a consultant, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, as a consultant that has a digital agency and, you know, we're dealing with contracts, invoices, uh, getting things to launch PandaDoc, we've been with them for three years now and we're phasing off of it but mm-hmm. that was a game changer because then you could send a proposal with an attached statement of work with an attached invoice and then it's all electronic and it's all has audit trails so you know when somebody's opened it and hasn't responded and you can ping them and stuff like that right and it's made the apart from that it automatically sets those we charge monthly recurring fees where they don't get invoices they just get charged right and so it allows you to do that um, all you agency guys out there that aren't doing this you got to standardize your pricing start subscription renewals don't be chasing invoices because you're right. never going to be able to scale yeah. if you are um the thing that i've been using most recently and i've been lucky enough to be watching leo and his team over at plutio those guys are just relentless they're mm. constantly improving the app and i i got on there six to six to eight months ago and it's a project management tool but it combined it, it just did trello really well right? and i hate trello so i'm so happy that there's something else out Dude, there. I, I love trello Trello's great but their pricing has has pushed them out of usability for our our, our situation um but i found plutio through one of those app sumo deals or something and and i like to invest in those because if i buy 20 of them and then one of them becomes paper form or one of them becomes right. summit mm-hmm. you're golden, right yeah. uh, but i found them on there and i got in and we've been searching for a better solution um and i've been wanting to get off a couple different subscriptions but i got into plutio and man those guys have just really made it a great platform now we're at the point to where we can deploy proposals get them signed electronically out of plutio contracts deploy out of plutio uh, when they sign it automatically sets them up subscriptions in Stripe. And then once that subscription wow. starts in Stripe, it triggers a project board to automatically uh, deploy in Plutio, which auto assigns all the stakeholders plus due dates out. So I can. Um, so you get, the- you're moving on from PandaDoc just because Plutio. Well, I, I, we've had PandaDoc. Plutio just in the last month released the ability for. I tried to get fully off of them and we realized that when people would pay their invoices that Plutio's uh, integration with Stripe didn't allow it to to store their customer information. Gotcha. So there was no way for me to trigger a recurring subscription without getting the card from the client again. And I just don't want to do that. So we kept on uh, PandaDoc, but now Plutio can do that. But with the real sauce there for anybody listening that needs to deploy projects or you're with an agency, especially your consultant, is you can have it fully automated. So we have it to where the first three months of work, uh, as soon as that initial invoice is paid, it deploys the project board, then it deploys all the task boards, and then it deploys all the task cards, auto assigns people that are stakeholders to every one of those tasks and assigns due dates. It's days out from the day the board started. So if something's due three months out, we go, you know, I check in 80 days in, but this is a huge game changer because it, it does all the initial onboarding and set up um, immediately out the gate. And uh, and they're just getting better every day. So yeah. Um, coming in after that's got to be call rail. I mean, call rails or, or really any call tracking software. I had a, night, had a call with a um, gentleman that owns call shark today to run their PPC advertising their, their uh, call tracking for agencies. What do you, you mean just, by, what do you mean by call tracking? Yeah. So if you're, if you're a business that takes phone calls, like you get customers, they call you, whether you're an agency or a local business or a SaaS company, whatever it be, you know, maybe you're a SaaS company that wants people to set up demos and you encourage them to call you or you, Mm -hmm. or whatever. CallRail, what it does is it integrates with Google or any of your advertising platforms 
if it doesn't integrate with them, it does something different. So you can track that as well. But it's really cool because for years we were running hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in ads into landing pages, not knowing what really caused the phone call. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you would have to do is like, we would take customer records out of the phone systems and we'd match them up and see what turned into a, uh, a new customer. And then you had to average your daily spend versus how many customers you got out. And so you had a blanket average, right? Hmm. You weren't able to optimize the right way. And then at some point along the line, this thing called dynamic call tracking came out. Um, and what dynamic call tracking does, you can do it through call rail or phone wagon or call shark. There's, like we said, there's a bunch of them. I, I prefer sure. call rail. Um, it's more expensive, but it's better uh, at this point. And what it does is you install a snippet on the site that looks for your phone number. And then you can configure things like, hey, when traffic comes from Google ads, here's this pool of eight phone numbers. So if more than one people click an ad and hit the website, they don't get the same phone number, but it pulls the keyword data uh, and search term data from Google. It, it takes the Google UTM prams or whatever that you have, however you're doing it, um, associates it with that unique phone number. If the person calls that phone number, like I said, generally it pulls eight numbers because you're not going to have more than right. eight people on the same page at the same time. Typically, you know, it cycles through them really quick. Um, and if you are, you just expand your pool. But uh, sure. And then when they call that number, it assigns that unique click to the number. Hmm. So as a search advertiser, I now know if the search term, the best vacuum, gotcha. uh, best steam cleaners converted into a call when maybe before I'd analyze that search term and say, hey, this person actually was uh, looking for like a top 10 list of home steam cleaners. They weren't looking for a carpet cleaning company. Right. Right. And then you make a judgment call before, but now you have concrete data saying, Hey, you know what? We still bid on those terms because every now and then they turn into a customer, but dynamic call tracking, I really couldn't live without, uh, you could live without it. It would just be a lot harder to prove value to people. <laughs> um, the next up from there has got to be WPMU dev mm, uh, plugins and hosting. Although I would say that's, that's my one. number, my number two and number threes right now are really should be combined because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do things another way. Um, WPMU <laughs> dev, the thing with you, if you saw my WordPress environment, you'd, you'd blow your load. It, it's yeah. so clean. It's so efficient. It's fast. And the problem is, is people duct tape together their WordPress with whatever feature they need at a time. Yep. Well, over the last 200 sites we've built, we've realized like, here's the set of features every one of these sites need. And then right. we found plugin developers that all work really friendly together with the page builders and the themes so that everything's constantly updated. Everything you, you don't update a plugin and your whole fucking site crash, like all the right. problems that people have with WordPress are because they don't know what to connect to it, not yep. because there's any problem with it. You you can mirror, I mean, Webflow's superior in, in many ways, but you can mirror an environment like Webflow with a correct setup on, on WordPress. Gotcha. gotcha. And so part of that setup is using WPM and Dev. They started out just plugins, right? But it's an yep. incredible service, uh, like 40 bucks a month or something. We'll have a link uh, for y'all, but 40 bucks a month, uh, comes with three. This is all new that they added in before it was just, Hey, unlimited support. We, it doesn't even have to support our own plugins. If you break your site using somebody else's plugins, our support will still hop in and help you, right. which for 40 bucks a month, I was able to go resell support on client sites for two, 300 bucks a month. And they'd never even really use it to be honest, but they have the peace of mind and knowing they can get things fixed. Yep. And then, and before we had our own developers, I used WPMU devs uh, support team because they're great. Yeah. Uh, and it was a steal, 40 bucks a month, right? But since then, they've added, and and you get your diff, your security plugin, your backup plugin. SEO plugin, your, your branding plugin. Yeah, the SEO plugin. I've st um, uh, Smart Crawl is really good. If you're using WPMU dev and you're not a technical SEO, go ahead and use that. If you are a technical SEO, stay with Rank Math at the yeah. moment. They're, they're my fave. Um, They've got uh, Forminator, which yep. screwed 
W form seven. I hate that thing. Like, you know, contact form seven, whatever. Every theme has it on there somehow, but it sucks. Um, so Forminator is included in there. You got pop-up tools. Mm-hmm. Um, their speed tools are the best though. So you, you have Hummingbird, which is their caching, uh, asset right. optimization, um, which is, is like deferring scripts that don't need a load at the beginning of a page. So anytime you guys run page speed insights reports yep. and you say, hey, like all these scripts are stopping your page from loading, you can defer scripts in there to load at the end of the page. And really, there's a lot of really advanced features in there that a common WordPress user shouldn't mess with. Uh, right. Reach out to us if you need help with speed optimization because it, it really can mess up your site um if you don't know what you're doing and you don't so uh but in general hummingbird's great for a long time i would use wp rocket instead because it was just better but now hummingbird's caught up and then they've because they're integrated with smush and all the other stuff smush is their image optimization tool and over the last few years they've they've released a cdn for it that will serve your images in webp and and Hmm. the other new formats um, and it's no additional cost unless you're like cause artists and you have, you know, 50,000 people hitting the site. Um, it's just included, but and so then they, they got hosting the too, right? And it, I think that was, yeah, they just added that in. So that's been yeah. the, the kicker. And in general, they're making their whole dashboard incredible. I'm a huge fanboy, if you can't tell, uh, but their hosting offering it, it, I mean, look, it's newer, but they're they're piggybacking off of a very established cloud hosting uh, provider. I think it's like Blue Corona or like one of the, I forget what it is actually, but it's one of the biggest names in the space. They're one of the best. And then they are basically white labeling or using them and then creating yep. their own systems for yeah, managing. It's it. good. I mean, it's a good idea though. It's great. It, it's incredible because what you're getting is enterprise level speed for 10 bucks a month in, a, in your membership includes three hosting plans so right off the bat if you're even looking at siteground or godaddy or any of them because you're going to have to host your site somehow yep don't go go start a wpmu dev subscription you're gonna get three really fast dedicated that's the big difference every hosting plan out there is like Mm. hey these are the resources you get but you share those resources with a pool of people these are all virtual dedicated uh servers and you have virtual cpus and stuff like that so it's all in one big mainframe, but they're spinning up virtual machines that manage your stuff, right? And you'd be spending 200 bucks a month on uh, WP Engine for the same level yep. of service that you can get for 25 bucks a month on WPME Dev. So we host all of our sites there. They're making it even better. They had DNS management, domain management. Um, and uh, I wouldn't be able to live without them. Or I, I could live without them. I'd just be a little more surly. Uh, <laughs> So I combine those plugins when I start a new site, when WordPress, like the Snorzy site or something, I always install Astra. The theme is incredibly fast. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Before we got on Astra, for years, I'd love this thing called, Gen- uh, not Genesis, uh, Thesis, which was like a dude in Austin created it. And it was an SEO optimized WordPress framework, but it didn't have much custom. You, you couldn't customize it much. But at the time, if you use that theme, your content was going to rank like immediately. Yeah, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then Genesis has been great for years and stuff. But outside of that, I just wasn't filling all the gaps. So we've been using Astra. It's incredibly fast. You you deploy the child theme. It's a blank template. And then you use all the Astra add-ons and stuff. And it, it makes WordPress. What What's too- the Astra cost? What's that theme cost? Uh, I forget. I mean, it's a one-time Not payment. Crazy. It's like 59 bucks probably or something. Yeah, like that. for Astra. But if you're going to use that, if you're going to use this environment, you're going to want to get Astra. You need to get the... And then you need to get the add-ons. So there's like ultimate uh, Beaver Builder add-ons, which give you additional modules. And there's um, their starter templates, which are great. You can import an entire website, all the pages with with filler content, not just lorem ipsum content. Right. And and then you don't have to think about it. What should go where? You just rewrite stuff. So it's a very quick way to launch a site. Um, and then you layer Astra with uh, Beaver Builder or Elementor. Elementor is great. Uh, in this respect, it really comes down to what you've learned. I think I'm mm-hmm. a Beaver fan. Yeah. Um, I can whiz through there. I can do anything with it. And you could do all those same things with Elementor. But um, 
their licensing's a little bit different. It's a little more expensive and uh, it's not any better in my opinion, uh, especially because when you run in things with Beaver Builder, they respond so quickly and, and they're, they're that's really great. Helpful. No, that's huge, dude. Especially dealing with WordPress sites, mm-hmm. having a good customer service go-to, whether it's the theme developers, whether it's the plugin developers, people who are responsive, man, like I, that is the game. I mean, that's the total difference. It's just the difference. Yeah, I mean, you guys, even especially if you're solo, you should piggyback on this stuff and, and really utilize it. First off on WPM Dev, right? Because their support that's included, again, is for your entire WordPress site. And even if you don't, you could install their one of their plugins on your site, the, the dashboard, mm-hmm. and then not use anything else, not use their hosting, and then their team will still go fix your site for you. So use right. them a lot, right? Yeah. Like every if you're just trying to figure out how to configure a form or make something look different, and you can't figure it out, use them, right? That's amazing. Um, and then the last the last thing I really couldn't live without right now is, is Unbounce. Um, mm. I jumped around in between all of the platforms, uh, specifically Instapage recently, ClickFunnels, and Unbounce. We've sent hundreds of thousands of clicks through these things. We've tested identical landing pages on them into ad accounts, see what happens and unbounce beats them out. Um, I'll tell you this with a caveat of uh, their builder is a little less intuitive um, than, than other ones. Like for you unbounce users out there that aren't using the command or the control key when you're editing mobile, that's, that's why it's not working. You, there's little things that aren't intuitive and, if Unbounce changed this one feature, if they did what Webflow does in their tooltips, it they would so mm. easily be the best thing. Like Webflow, if you use Webflow, it when you're doing things, they have this bottom shortcuts menu you can pop up, and then they have tooltips on everything, so you know what to do and you don't have to search it. But yeah, it's pretty. Unbounce awesome. hasn't caught up with them, but that is a great. That's a great point. I, didn't even re- I now that you say that, I realize that in Webflow, oh, yeah, <laughs> but it's right. so helpful, bro. It totally is so helpful. Yeah, you have to really hunt. I mean, Unbounce could do a better job with that because you have to really hunt around for things. Because then you um, got to Google like the forums and try to go like Google an answer and go to your like, shortcuts list, all this stuff. Yeah. And, um, Webflow, like you click a module and then every module in there has an attached help box that you, you could pop up, tells you what to do with it. But it, it seems like an obvious thing to add in. Maybe it's not. But uh, <laughs> I'll tell you the main reason we're fully on Unbounce now is that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. You know, I'm not, I have a background in development also. I mean, I learned HTML, CSS when I was 14, I learned Ruby when I was 22. Um, don't use Ruby at all anymore. But from what I can tell, they're just compiling the code better um, hmm. because we've taken landing pages that are identical on Instapage and then copied them over into Unbounce and not changed anything else in an hmm. AdWords account. And the quality scores go up. So hmm. we're talking like significantly up. We're talking about like things that were like sixes and sevens going to 10 after just switching out the landing page and letting it run for a week or two. So they've they've really nailed it on how to make Google happy with them. Hmm. I don't know if that'll always be the case, but you know, we're, we're in July of 2020 and I, I couldn't live without it. Um, we're gonna have on Tools for Scale, uh, really if you email, Nick at Tools for Scale or Grant at Tools for Scale, um, and you're using Unbalance. We got I have hundreds of templates we can share with you. Pretty much any use case, um, and that'll give you a jump start on building that page out. But uh, let us know, you know, comments or send us an email. Um, how you like it? If you don't like it, and then we're going to include a link. Uh, again, I mean, this is an affiliate link. We'd love to recommend great products and and you know if you yep. guys actually use them it doesn't cost you anything for us to to get a benefit from it right um but the great thing about this we'll put a link down there it gets you 20 percent off your first three months um or your first year whatever you decide to do um but really low bar use that link sign up we'll get alerted and then if you use that and you email us i'll give you access to 100 templates for free so yep um Great stuff. What about you, Grant? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, the one big thing I'm on right now, I think I'll put it at five just because it's it's much newer to me and my life, but we talked about it and it's it's Webflow. Um, 
I've just over the last six months to a year, I've just completely uh, fallen in love with the, with the platform and became my so ability. Is this, five? this is five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. it's five really? because because it's it, it it's not something that I couldn't live without. Right now, I could. It, it's okay, but I strong. I very very strongly believe that this is sort of the future of like web development and the, when they open up their their app marketplace and let developers build on top of it that this to me press them it, well, so this is <laughs> no no wordpress is android where webflow will be apple right you can't yeah. anybody can't just submit shit right there's it, going to be a, a close it'll be open but a closed ecosystem and you have to use their parameters to, to build shit on um but that to me is uh, that's what i'm going to use on everything i most of the things that I, i'll build going forward um but i just people just need to i think check it out like especially if you want to really like just become a developer or if you're a designer and you really want to like learn web development i just think webflow is is just just such a high-end product i don't know it's it's great the other one I think is ours is going to be different because this is the stuff like you. It's not that I can't live without it, but it's like I'm so ingrained in it. I think this is another topic for another day. Is like moving away from tools that you don't necessarily like, but you're so embedded in them, and that's like Mailchimp for me. I don't really love it, but I like it, and I have to use it. And like it's good for what it does. But there's so many other email marketing services out there that I think MailChimp has gone to much more like specifically for e-commerce. And CauseArts is not an e-commerce site, right? So if I had time to move away from MailChimp, I probably would. But for right now, I can't live without it because, you know, it, it runs all emails and it, it, it you know, it, it's sort of that, that, cartilage that holds a lot of things together within the ecosystem of cause artists so i have to put it in there unfortunately well, the og right i mean it's so are, yeah i mean it's just look it's it's fedex right it's it's and they're they're, disney. Better, they're, they're bedrock right um i think mailchimp will be around for a long time though just oh, sorry, there, the uh mail we were running three and a half million person email lists out of MailChimp, setting up automations before every single email automation tool out there comes out with, sure. with those features. But I, they're still the best in, in terms of deliverability, spam filtering, all that stuff. No, they're great, man. I, I really like them, but I, I'm more of like, again, man, I really like clean backends and like clean design templates and stuff. And there's just an easier, auto, I mean, the automation is quite, quite easy and simple but you had to learn it i had yeah and it's just i don't know man i, I think there's uh i would don't love you. it's uh, the way they phrase framed their audiences and lists it's all very confusing most people but 100 percent, 100 but yeah but anyway it, i can't live without it right now the other one is is i mean look it's this right now like we're on whereby right now i love whereby Zoom is obviously the king right now, but to me, Zoom is fine. It's really good. It does a really good job, right? But I think they're just so big, right? They're a public company. They can just throw advertising dollars at everybody. They get all these enterprise brands to use it. Everybody uses it. Great. But there is a slew of other um, platforms out there like Zoom that are much easier to use, in my opinion. Um, better. I think Zoom's the worst. Yeah. I. I it's they're just the most accessible, right? They're just the most accessible. It's it's just the name brand, man. Like you know, it's you just, think Skype? Skype's been better for years. Yeah, I would prefer Skype. I like Whereby a lot. I mean, I think Google's yeah. just blended all their products. We we should probably talk about that in another episode. But <laughs> Google just blended all their chat and Hangout in the, yeah. into one app, which I actually think is a great idea, and I think it'll be really really good. I've been waiting for them to to do something on, on the small business side for so long. I don't know why they neglected it till now. They could be the Zoom right now, really, for that video stuff. But I don't know, you kind of missed the ball on that. Anyway. No, Hangouts is, hangouts is garbage. <laughs> um, okay, number two is what I really love. I know you like it, but you like somebody else better. And I have to say that 
it's two because I, I just use it every single day with cause artists and I've just, I just like it now. I'm just good at it. So it's easy for me to list through it. And that's Yoast SEO. I know you like, uh, was yeah. it rank, rank math? You like the other, is that what it is? Yeah, look, Yoast SEO plus if you're a local business, the local add-on yep. for Yoast, yep. that's going to do everything. Don't don't go to Rank Math just because I said it. Go to Rank Math if you're at the point to where you're trying to get real technical and nerdy with mm -hmm. things because mm -hmm. it it is better. But for the vast majority of listeners, use Yoast. Mm -hmm. They're not going to steer you wrong. I think, and I think it's like seventy bucks a year or something like that. I mean, it it just one time payment. If your subscription goes out, they just don't support you anymore. Yep. So you might not get updates and stuff, which is bad for WordPress because you'll get hacked. But totally. Um, Rank math's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's for the time being. Yeah, they're, that's pretty they're, good they're too. Users. But it, it's yeah. But like you said, if you're a first-time user, it, it might be difficult to use correctly. And then, even though it's free and you're not using it right, it really doesn't make a difference. Um, but anyway, yeah, Yoast is to me. I always tell people at WordPress sites like. The first step, like you said, like just a simple first step, like get Yoast, put it in there, just learn it, watch a couple of YouTube videos on it. And I mean, it just will optimize your content and your pages just really well from a beginner standpoint. Like Apple, right? Yoast is actually the Apple. It's more user friendly. The UI is better. But yes. uh, Rank Math is, is the one that you can really configure to sure. your heart's delight. 100%. 100%. Um, last one. I know me and you both love it. And I mean, I use it every day. I mean, most people that have this use it probably every day and you could live without it, but why would you want to? And that's Canva. That's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's I, great. It's kind of weird that, and it just shows, it just goes to show you that like, there could be, I'm always impressed with companies that kind of come out of nowhere, right? And then like three years, they're just like, Huge. disrupt everything. It's just amazing, man. Like, I mean, Photoshop, Illustrator, dude, they have controlled the market for 20 take years. We at Corel, right? And so we had Corel Draw, which was a direct competitor. Like all the Corel original products were direct competitors to Adobe, and they were actually bigger than Adobe at one point mm -hmm. uh, because they got a national contract with every police station, stuff like that. But um I remember working there even in like 2015, 2014, 15 timeframe or something. And Canva was just getting started. And I remember the CEO saying, hey, we're, they were looking at other companies that were like Canva to buy. Mm. And a lot of the discussion was like, oh, this, you know, we're not, they're not going to do that. Web apps aren't going to get to the point that they can do the same things installed apps can do. Right. <laughs> No, they missed the boat. Yeah, missed the boat. But, uh, yeah, they just couldn't find anybody. They did buy some some competitors, but Canva just did it better. And we've talked about this a couple of times with like the Webflow has really good tool tips, right? Mm. Unbounce mm -hmm. doesn't. Um, Unbounce doesn't have good themes. Webflow doesn't have good free themes. They make you right. use their community, which is actually really good, but still. And all of you uh, marketing software builders i could tell you the number one thing you should do right now because this is where it's going is beef up your your templates for god's sakes yeah like make your competitive advantage that i can come in and literally have a thousand really well conversion optimized things to start from mailchimp yep. get response all of you you need to work on your templates they're bad the only person doing it somewhat good is webflow but they should they should actually like we should we should not go down the road we'll get to this another time but like there's i think there's a hundred percent like there should be investment like in like paying they're paying these people in the community that are already doing these themes and stuff like that like actually just like paying them to get to build original themes for webflow to make it for free like pay them like five grand and be like hey make us make us two badass templates all right that we're going to give away for free on our platform like that would to me that would make it amazing you know, to have us, right? Like I, just today I was trying to reconfigure our voice messages from mass convert and we have to get them professionally recorded by people. Right. Mm. But they're not, they're not unique. If, if they just had a library and I actually searched to change platforms cause like, Oh man, mighty calls my favorite, but I've been with them for several years, but like why have one computer robotic, robotic template when for 
$2,000, you could go get 20 voice templates set up for your users. You know, I think that's where you yep. start seeing people falling off because they don't have that stuff. Hi, brother. Well, this has been a, a great, a great start to what I hope is a super long journey, man. And I think yeah. we're, it's, uh, I, I just can't wait for, for every week or, you know, shit, whatever, whatever we want, really, you know, I mean, we're going to do this and then, you know, we'll answer questions. I think we'll do some deep dives. We'll do some case studies if people want to send us stuff out. I'll do a call out to, to people and cause artists if they have specific questions they want to ask, or if they want us to do a review of their, their website or something, we'll, we'll record that and, and kind of just answer things that way and kind of just go through things. And so, look, I think the whole point of this is just to really like answer people's questions, right. Yeah. And, and kind of just do the shit we do all the time, but just record it. Right. And I think that's, uh, that's what this is about, man. So yeah. appreciate your time. I know you're busy, my man. So, uh, I'm very gracious, gracious that you're, you're taking the time to do this. Oh, man, I, I really appreciate it too, Grant. I mean, you know, I appreciate you pushed me to, you know, do this content stuff for three and three and a half years now. And um, and you were right all along. So I appreciate you, you staying on it. And uh, <laughs> this sort of stuff's fun, but really it's up to up to the listeners. We're, we're just going to do whatever the hell we think's fun and that you guys might enjoy until you start asking for what you need. Right. And yep. that's what this is really all about. Um, like I said at the beginning of, of our intro cast here or whatever, it, my goal whether it be in six months or five years is to have a section of tools for scale be the anti-agency. Mm. Like you don't, you yep. don't need to go to those bullshit agencies that are going to charge you $500 a month to do nothing because that's way too little to do anything. Uh, <laughs> and, and instead, instead of these like guru video things where they're just, they're just self-help books, mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to do that style of content. We're going to do blueprint walkthroughs that, a you know 14 year old that knows how to spell can do right mm -hmm. like and still perform uh, efficiently we're, we're not going to try to give you too much content that is putting it up to you to get off your butt and do right because it's just too hard you're gonna have to yep. learn we're gonna give you step-by-step walkthroughs to get you set up on the right platforms and then what you do with them from there whether you succeed like cause artists and still you know or or you or you decide that you don't want to do it, at least you're going to be set up in the right environment. Um, and then yep. please email us, let us know what you're curious about. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, All right. We'll see you in uh, the next episode, bro. I can't wait. Yep. Uh, looking like uh, they're going to be coming out weekly, uh, probably on what, like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be kind of dependent, <clears throat> dependent a little bit on our schedule but i just do right now i think the point i mean the plan is definitely to do weekly um and maybe we'll do some, some one-off ones if if some big news comes out or some big feature hits up um i think it would be cool to kind of cover that stuff too okay well popeye tools for scale.com put your email address in you might not get a lot a lot of stuff from us right away the first you know thousand people that sign up we're going to put a little tag in your account and you guys will get special stuff later on but go ahead and pop by there sign up and uh, we'll see you next time.